The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition with Gary Ray. In our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray. Today is September 13, 2016. Good morning and welcome to the American Heroes Network Radio. Today's show is brought to you by First Class Merchant Services. It's all about customer care and saving you money on your monthly transaction fees. By the way, they are national, so give them a call right after the show. That's 407-401-0772. Joining me today as co-host is Lieutenant Colonel Bill Forbes, U.S. Army retired, former Deputy Secretary for the Maryland Department of Veterans Affairs, also past department commander for the DAV, State of Maryland. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Gary, and as always, it's great to be with you. Well, thank you, Bill. Just a quick review of last week's show. We had Mr. Ken Falk, founder and chairman for Boulder Crest Retreat. They are the nation's first privately funded rural wellness center dedicated exclusively to our nation's combat veterans and their families. They are committed to improving the physical, emotional, spiritual, and economic well-being of this remarkable community of heroes and ensuring uh, they have the opportunity to succeed in their own new mission, a life of passion, purpose, and service here at home. By the way, they are located in Virginia, and they are a phenomenal retreat. Now, they will have individual retreats at certain times of the years where you can go by yourself and meet other warriors. Also, they have family the back get-togethers. In other words, uh, you just get with your wife and your kids and, and re, reunite. Re, reunite. <laughs> I can't even talk this morning. Anyway, uh, Bill, I, I know today uh, is part of the September uh, Prevention Month, and you have something uh, to tell us about um, uh, suicides among female veterans. Uh, yes, it is, Gary, and it's... Uh, it's, it's uh uh, a great idea to uh, have this awareness uh, in September, of which the uh, U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs has uh, proclaimed. And uh, what we're determining, and I and, and I think it's really just coming to light for the first time, but it's been there for some time, is that women who served in the Vietnam uh, War uh, continue to suffer significant rates of post-traumatic stress disorder decades after the war, partly because of the pervasive sexual harassment and discrimination that they faced. According to the, um, that's the Journal of American Medical Association, and it says um, uh, of the women certify, uh, surveyed, 20% experienced post-traumatic stress at some point after the war 
according to the uh, study published in their journal. And Gary, you know, we are aware also from some past reports that we have that uh, these suicide rates that are women who have served in general is significantly higher than non-serving women in our uh, in our population, and uh, it's uh, it's uh, it's a very uh, concerning issue, and and this being the the awareness month for suicide prevention, we are encouraging all women who have post traumatic stress or think they may have post traumatic stress to seek out some of the organizations that are there to uh, help them navigate to get uh, help and assistance. That's right. There's a lot of help out there. They just have to find it. And uh, uh, who's the young lady over in uh, the Purple Heart that that handles a lot of uh, just women issues? Uh, I can't remember her name. We had her on the air. Yeah. Yeah. She's, I know she's an Air, uh, air Force captain uh, mm-hmm. serving at Andrews Air Force Base, uh, uh, if we come across it during the show, we'll, we'll announce it again. She is an outstanding contact and the ambassador for the Military Order of the Purple Heart to, uh, to assist women with uh, post-traumatic stress. Right. All right. Well, Bill, why don't you go ahead and introduce our guest? Well, Gary, we're very honored to have today with us Debbie Gregory. And Debbie is the Chief Executive Officer of militaryconnection.com. Debbie is also the founder of Veteran and Military Business Association. Now, Debbie covers all the bases when it comes to serving the needs of military and uh, veteran communities. Militaryconnection.com is for active military veterans and their families. The website is a valuable resource for jobs, news, and benefits. Debbie is the founder and chairman of the board of directors of Joining Forces California. The nonprofit utilizes technology to create easy access to resources, service, and programs for the military veteran communities throughout the state of California by establishing a statewide public and private network of community collaboration. Debbie also holds the volunteer position of Director of Employer Outreach for California's Employer Support of the Guard and Reserve. A very busy lady, Debbie, welcome to the American Eagles Network. Welcome, Debbie. Thank you, Bill, for that lovely introduction. Good morning, Gary. Good morning to your audience. It's a pleasure to be here. All right. Debbie, you know, I always like to ask this first question. What was the deciding factor for the development of Military Connection? Um, that's, that's a very good question. Um, it, it was kind of an uh, evolution. Mm-hmm. My background was recruitment. I was a partner in a search firm. And when I started Military Connection, we were just employment-based, and we handled base papers throughout the country. And it became pretty clear that everyone was on the Internet, that print was, you know, moving in kind of in a downward spiral, unfortunately. 
um, in reaching people with messages. So I decided, to, I decided to start a website, but I didn't just want it to be a website to sell advertising or handle jobs. I, I right. decided that it needed to benefit people and have a lot of information and resources. And uh, the mantra of my design team, my web design team, was Debbie Stop. Uh, you know, we have thousands of pages. We have something for everyone. And the idea is that people can find what they need, and it goes beyond that. Um, if they can't find what they need and they call in, we'll drop whatever we need to try and help them. Um, we're not an agency. We're a private company, at least Military Connection is, but we work with so many nonprofits, hundreds of them. That's part of our model. And we believe that if you know a company wants to hire veterans, which they should, or educate them, or market good products and services to them, it makes good sense to work within the community and do good work, and it improves their visibility, and we're often facilitators of that, and that's kind of how it's evolved. Um, Also, I'd be remiss in not mentioning, sometimes you wind up somewhere, but you don't sort of start out there. Um, My dad was a disabled veteran. He was one of ten brothers, and eight of them served at the same time. And by the way, Bill, you're with the DAV. The DAV was so wonderful to my father during his lifetime in helping to secure benefits. Um, my dad had dozens of operations. I literally grew up at VA hospitals, and he eventually died in a VA hospital. And um, he was one of the most courageous people I know. He never felt sorry for himself or said, why me? Or, you know, if the sun was shining, he was happy. And that inspired me through challenges in my life. But it wasn't where I set out where I consider myself, you know, military family, but it's kind of, uh, you know, where I'm supposed to be, I think, if you get my drift. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Bill, I know you had a question. Debbie, you know, I'm of the view that the greatest void in the veteran community is a lack of information. And basically what I'm, what that means is that if you don't know how to navigate the system for whatever the subject or, or the issue that is of uh, an individual veteran's concern, uh, you just sort out of luck, I mean, in trying to find out what's going on. So uh, and from what I just heard you say in your introductory uh, um, uh, uh, comments, uh, what do you consider to be the most frequent requested information subject areas that you uh, say on a continuous basis provide information to uh, individuals in the veterans community? Well, it, it covers everything, but I agree with you. You have to know the rules of engagement. And um, that, even in my own experience with my dad, once you understand how to navigate the system, you know, you, you'll hear often about criticisms of the VA. And my own experience was that once we learned to navigate the system, my dad got the best health care he could have gotten anywhere. Uh, but we, what I find is that when somebody needs help, whether it be for a job, whether it be to get their benefits, whether it's PTSD, it becomes an immediate need, and they need it right away. And... The big issue is navigating the system and also with a bureaucracy, like any bureaucracy, the VA is one of the largest ones that exists, you're not going to get instant help 
or your situation isn't going to be instant. You have to go through the system. You have to apply, and it can take a while. It's often retroactive, as you know. Um, so we get requests for everything, and um, oftentimes we get the first step is to put somebody in touch with either their veterans service officer in their area, and some of them are good, and some of them are bad, or BSO, like Disabled American Veterans or another one, because they can be advocates and help as well. But oftentimes, depending on the help, and you mentioned suicide at the earliest, when somebody needs help, it takes a lot of courage to say, I need help. And unfortunately, mental illness is not treated the same as physical illness. There's a stigma. And people don't ask for help until they're in a desperate situation, maybe a life or death situation, which is why I think we're having so many suicides. So uh, we work, one of the things that we do is we work with a lot of groups to provide mental health. And, and, and I'd be remiss if I didn't mention one of them that I believe saves lives that every veteran should know about, and that is a group called Given Hour. Uh, mm-hmm. Given Hour, I serve on their advisory board. I had the honor of being their Commitment to Service Award A. But... They have a network of 7,500 mental health professionals, and each of them provide mental health services at least one hour a week each of counseling that is not only pro bono but confidential. And it's not just for a military veteran member. It could be for a loved one, a significant other. It's kind of a no-questions-asked policy. So, you know, let's say that you have issues and you, you need, finally need help, you may go to the VA and you're not going to get it immediately because it's the usual organization and it takes a while to set up an appointment. There's a crisis line, but maybe you need more than just a crisis line. You need a really trained professional. You can get one with given hour, and you can get one right away. And um, I believe that they save lives without a doubt. I and to me, that's the most critical need, you know, um, when someone needs help and, and, and also – in addition to Given Hour, there's a campaign. I don't know if you're familiar. Have you, any of you heard of Change Direction? No, I have no, not at all. Okay, Change Direction was launched by Given Hour, the American Psychiatric Association, social workers. Uh, the first lady helped launch it on the uh, Trinitrons at Times Square. And what it is is to change the conversation and the dialogue on mental illness, to treat it like any other illness. If someone were bleeding or broke a bone, or was experiencing, you know, heart pains, they wouldn't hesitate to go to a doctor immediately. But with mental illness, people just don't do that. You know, they're ashamed, and they shouldn't be ashamed. So if we can destigmatize it, and that's what Change Direction is all about, and we're partners in it as well, then more people will get help and more people will get well, and the end result will be, you know, especially in the veteran and military community. And it isn't just limited to the veteran military community. It's larger than that. But... If people get help earlier, they're going to hopefully get better. We're going to have less suicides. They're going to become more aware. Right. You know, because like any other illness, mental uh-huh. illness is, you know, serious and it's painful, and they can get better, and a lot of people don't understand that. So uh-huh. um, we work with Give an Hour. We work with the Soldiers Project. Um, I'm a big believer that... You can't just give somebody pills. I, I see sometimes the right hand doesn't know what the left hand's doing, and one size doesn't fit all. So, you know, there's different types of therapy, um, meditation, um, you know, uh, dogs, horses, art therapy, music therapy, um, a new therapy that's 
I discovered too that is is um, virtual reality where they recreate the trauma. Dr. Skip Russo at USC is one of the leading authorities in that in the world, and I've been working with Skip. We've become friends, and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. And um, I just um, think that one size doesn't fit all when it comes to mental illness and. Just giving somebody a pill is kind of a temporary fix. You can't be on the pill your whole life. That's true. That's very, very true. We're going to go ahead and take a break. You heard us talk about the VSP channel, which is the Veteran Suicide Prevention Channel. Well, they have put together news clips for each day of this month being Suicide Prevention Month. I'll be adding that link to our news section later on today. Be sure to check them out and forward that link to friends and be sure to add the link to your social media. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on a variety channel, and we'll be right back. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Debbie Gregory from MilitaryConnection.com. And, uh, Debbie, you were, we were talking about um, uh, some of the organiz- one of the organizations that, uh, um, that you more or less uh, use as a resource, correct? And you're part of that organization, too, right? Right. Well, on Given Hour, um, I'm on their advisory board, and I've worked with them for years. And, we, you know, I was saying during the break, I get to work with the best people on the planet. Um, We work with probably a couple hundred nonprofits. Some are national, some are local. Mm -hmm. And um, they do amazing things, you know, groups like TAPS, Tragedy Assistance for Survivors, that provide grief counseling, groups like Thanks USA that is – provided over 11 million in scholarships to military dependents. Um, but it's kind of brought me into starting Joining Forces California. You know, the best services, I believe, and I don't know if you agree with this, Bill, are delivered in the communities where military and veterans live and work. Absolutely. Um, and, and I think that the VA is starting to realize this and is becoming more community-oriented. But anyway, uh, we have in California the largest veteran population, and we have 58 counties. 
And in about 10 counties, we have what we call collaborative networks, where you've got anywhere, depending on how robust it is, from 100 to 400 for-profit, non-profit, faith-based, university, uh, government agencies that are working together, you know, uh, delivering services to military and veterans. And we started joining forces to share best practices and work with them. But what we learned is that the collaboration only goes so far. It's kind of on a hit-or-miss basis. And they haven't been measuring outcomes as much. So what we, the role we want to play is to leverage technology and use it so that if a veteran comes in or contacts them, they talk to one person and all of their needs are met. You know, everybody in that network or that collaborative will, know, you know, be working. And also there won't be redundancy where, you know, two groups are providing the same services and, you know, spending time that they don't need to be spending where they can use it for somebody else. So that's the goal of Joining Forces California, which is relatively new. And um, it, it's kind of somewhat on a model, but very different than Joining Forces um, that uh, the First Lady and Dr. Biden started. But it's the idea that when good people get together, you can just accomplish so much more. That premise is definitely a sound one. And um, also there's different states, Illinois Joining Forces. We work with them. That's a wonderful organization, too. So um, it's kind of been a natural uh, uh, process working with so many nonprofits, and that's kind of where my heart is and my passion, um, being able to make a difference and really make the work they do count. You know, a lot of nonprofits are so grassroots in, in the field that they don't have some of the resources they need to grow and prosper, and we hope to help them with that. So that's part of what we're going to do, too. But like I said, it's a very new and um, we're just getting started, and we're working with a lot of great people. And um, I think that at the end of the day, people will get their needs met where they live, where they can, you know, uh, rather than, you know, calling an 800 line in D.C. or something. <clears throat> That's right. That's right. Now, you mentioned uh, Illinois as being uh, one that has uh, the joining forces and, and, of course, California. How many other states uh, off the top Not of your head? Not that many, but really? more should, But Illinois joining forces is uh, just a model organization. Um, we've had the pleasure of working with them. In fact, we're going to be working with them. I'd like to mention an event that we're doing. It isn't just sure. about joining forces, but it is nonprofits. You know, we've been at war for over a decade, well over a decade. And we, the sacrifices that we've asked the men and women who serve and their families to make has just been um, overwhelming. And sometimes, you know, it's easier for Americans to think about things that aren't more pleasant. And we want to make sure that they're remembered. So a group of us are putting on a concert November 12th. It's going to be nationally televised called America Salutes You. And what it is is to raise awareness for those that serve past and present and their loved ones and also to raise funds for some of the many nonprofits that serve them. Given hours, one, um, there's another one on a flight that flies veterans, especially World War II veterans, to Washington, D.C. Um, there's uh, Thanks USA, TAPS, the Woodruff Foundation, Bob Woodruff's Foundation, Easter Seals, the arm of it that helps veterans. And uh, we hope this will become a national tradition, and we'll do it uh, two years in a row. We have some wonderful entertainment planned. There's going to be a press release going out. 
any organizations out there that want to be sponsors, we're looking for sponsors. There's a lot of visibility because, as I said, it's going to be nationally televised over Thanksgiving weekend several times. And right. we also have 5,000 radio stations that are involved as well as, you know, um, several broadcasting companies. So mm-hmm. we're really excited about it. And um, I've done concerts before, not to this degree, um, or uh, this large, let's say, but um, I have, we're working with a wonderful team that includes uh, Civic Entertainment Group, Creative Artists, Tribune, and Sinclair Broadcasting, um, Westwood One Radio, and then some of the, my wonderful partners in uh, crime and these nonprofits that will work together. And we find we're spending more time doing this than our own work, but... You know, that's the way it is. <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 that's always happening. Now, now that's part of the televised America Salutes You concert. Is that correct that you're it just talking be, about? It will be, right, televised. It will be filmed November 12th in Chicago mm-hmm. at the Rosemont Theater, which is all, you know, wired for a television broadcast. And then it will be broadcast over Thanksgiving weekend in prime time several times. Mm-hmm. All right. And Bill? Oh, I'm sorry. Depending on how successful we are, we hope to do this every year. We hope to raise a significant amount of money, but we also hope to raise awareness. We don't want the the people that serve and have served should not be forgotten. And you know, one of the groups that um, people aren't aware of, I you know, I also serve as director of employee engagement for California's Guard and Reserve, and I went to a. planning meeting, and I learned, it's an amazing statistic, that half of our U.S. fighting force are Guard and Reserve, you know, our citizen soldiers are now um, regular military, but they're not on a base, so they don't have all the resources of regular military, nor do their families, and they've served over and over many deployments. So um, that's something that a lot of people don't realize. In fact, there's a, a new documentary that just came out that you all should Google called Citizen Soldier. Joe Walsh did, uh, of the Eagles, did one of the uh, songs he wrote, uh, Nowhere Land. And um, it, it's just a great documentary, and it kind of gives you the point of view from somebody from the Guard or Reserve that's over in Afghanistan and continues to go over there. Mm-hmm. All right. That's phenomenal. That's great. That is great. Well, I'll tell you what, we're only a couple minutes before break. Why don't we go ahead and take our break early? That way we have more time when we, to, you know, to hear from you, Debbie, when we come back. Uh, the Veteran Suicide Prevention Channel, you're going to keep hearing this about us because there's, it's, a, it's something that you need to check out. It's one of the very few nonprofit veterans organizations that are on the VA private website, and that is nationally. They need your help with funding, which goes into production of the first five pilot shows for the cooking show that can save lives. This is the first of its kind, and two of the top military chefs that are actually going to present recipes for mental and physical health. In the next few weeks, we'll be showing you how you, too, can be part of history by becoming a supporter of the cooking for mental and physical health. Go to the VSPchannel.com to learn more. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America and the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back.
Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and syndicated on iTunes. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Debbie Gregory from MilitaryConnection.com. And Bill? Yes, Debbie. Uh... Before we get into the uh, items that you want to get into, just very quickly, I just want to commend uh, you and the state of California for the way that uh, you take care of uh, veterans out there. You know, I've worked with some of the guys. Uh, it's down in San Diego County with the county commissioners and the concern that they have and the things that they're doing down in San Diego County. I mean, uh, and, and, I, and this goes back to about 2007. Um, the, uh, the, the, the former uh, Secretary of Veterans Affairs there, Tom Johnson, I believe his name is, Right. Uh, I, I worked with him uh, uh, on a lot of things. There's an organization there that you're probably familiar with, Trilogy Incorporated. It's uh, headed up by Bruce Bronson, who uh, was a uh, legis- uh, in the California legislator, uh, legislature, and uh, he developed this organization and created a a a, a website that you've probably heard, heard about. The Community oh. Network of Care? Network. The Network of Care. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, a- absolutely. And, and the uh, <clears throat> given hour is very important uh, uh, that this stays in my mind, that on the Network of Care, if you identify a, a zip code, they can identify every... Uh, given our location in the country by the zip code. I think that's tremendous. Uh, but, and that's, that's the void of information 
or, or it trumps the, the uh, no pun intended, uh, the void of information that can get out to our veterans to be able to access these kinds of things. So, so you guys do a tremendous job out there, and uh, you know, continue to do the great things that you do. Thank you. All right. So now we we can proceed on with uh, some of the things that you want to talk about uh, of interest that's going on. Well, I wanted to talk about employment and veterans Mm -hmm. and jobs because I think it's important. I think um, if somebody has a good job and is able to provide for their family and a career that sometimes some of their other challenges, it improves. And um, militaryconnection.com is, among other things, a top 100 employment website. And last year we got the um, coveted User's Choice Award where talent acquisition and users vote on it. And there's 30 sites, and they're usually huge ones, not our size, like Monster and Indeed are among the winners, and we were among the winners. But it's really important not only to hire veterans, but to have them succeed in those jobs. And um, one of the, the realizations that we've come to, and there's all kinds of resources on military connection, besides jobs, there's, you know, how to interview, interviewing questions, um, how to negotiate an offer, um, all types of job tips that are very valuable. Um, there's also, for example, if you're in healthcare, all the state... Um, associations for nurses, uh, for physicians, for allied health professionals. Um, there's a multitude of resources, and that's why we're called the go-to site. We were named that by a commanding general. But going, getting back to employment, getting the job is one thing. Keeping it and being able to, you talked about navigating uh, the VA, I think navigating the corporate culture is something that companies that want to succeed with veterans need to do. Um, it's one thing to hire the veteran. When an employee leaves and it doesn't work, whether it's a year, two years, it, it's hard in the company. So, you know, in the military culture, they know what they need to do to succeed, how to get to the next promotion, the next pay raise. But the corporate culture is different. So companies really need to... Uh, put out the rules of engagement so that they understand it. And one of the biggest assets is to have a, a mentorship program within the company with other veterans. There's um, a lot of companies that do that very well. Uh, one of them is Johnson & Johnson. They have a wonderful veteran organization. In fact, uh, their CEO, Alex Gorski, was a former Army Ranger. Um, but there's, there's a lot of wonderful companies that do it, and um, another group, Blackstone Group, they have a, a family of companies. They've hired 50,000 veterans, and one of the reasons they've been successful is their CEOs of these companies from the top are committed, so all the people underneath are committed to helping that veteran succeed and navigating that corporate culture and um, you know, in any job, even for a civilian, there's challenges that come up, and you, you kind of have to learn how to deal with them and um, persevere. And then in addition to hiring veterans, companies, I don't know if they're aware of it, but the work opportunity tax credits have been extended to 2018. And when you hire a veteran, even one that's been out of work four weeks, there are tax credits that begin at $2,400 
and go all the way up to $9,600, depending on specifics that companies can file for. So, you know, it's great. Veterans have wonderful skills and bring so much. They're disciplined, and they will carry out the mission. But in addition, that tax credit can offset recruitment costs, advertising costs, training costs. So employers should be cognizant of it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, yeah. well, Debbie, you know, that that's very interesting because I would imagine that uh, you were involved in, a, uh, as far as jobs is concerned, with these, um, the, the job fairs that the uh, business uh, put on to and, and seeking to employ uh, veterans, and this, 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 this route to success, uh, I would call it that you're mentioning uh, understanding the rules of engagement. Uh, do uh, you provide prepping to these uh, companies who are participating in the in the in the, in the job fairs to sort of make that a, a point of interest and ways that uh, that uh, that the veterans can adapt to that? You know, in the military, able to operate as a as a team. Teamwork is most important not only on the battlefield, but back to home and community, just like we have uh, battle buddies on the, in, 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 on, on the field of engagement. There's, there's, uh, there's a, a great need and utilization of having a buddy in the corporation that you work with to help you at, to, uh, to achieve that success that you're talking about. Absolutely. And, uh, and Bill, you asked a, a, an excellent question. As far as the job fairs at the different places, we're, you know, we list them on the site as a resource so that people will know of them. But generally, what we do, what we provide for clients um, is they want to hire veterans, and we believe it takes more than a job posting or job listing. So we have a whole program that kind of brands them as veteran-friendly, what they need to do to become veteran-friendly, um, gets them engaged in the community. We facilitate win-win partnerships. Um, one of the most important things that I'd be remiss in my role is if companies need to sign the statement of support with ESGR, that if they have guard or reservists that are deployed, they have to follow USERRA law. And um, by signing that statement of support, which is the law of the land, it's a very good thing for companies to do. And it also enables one of their guard and reservists to nominate them for the prestigious Defense Secretary Award, which every year there's 15 winners, and they're all sized, different sizes of organizations. But um, we, um, we facilitate partnerships with nonprofits. Um, we have a very large reach. We have a combined um, social media presence of over 600,000 on Twitter and Facebook, and that's really the way today that younger people are communicating. So posting the jobs on social media, telling the employer's story, and engaging the audience and keeping it interesting. That's what we do. And getting them involved in the military and veteran community to build a brand and to become military veteran friendly, and that includes educating them. In fact, I'm actually with a client today, and we're talking about creating a program to, they want to hire, they have hundreds of openings for mechanics and for drivers, and retention is a big deal, and in order to retain people, they need to learn, we're going to put together a program that, that will include mentorship, 
that will include um, having training, not just in becoming a mechanic or driver, but how to navigate that particular company's corporate culture. And um, I think that it's important, because it's just as important as hiring, because if you hire the person and they don't end up there a year later, you haven't really gained that much, and neither have they. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. Now, also, uh, you talk about um, the military and veteran entrepreneurs. Uh, uh, something to do with how do you? I, w- I guess you could pronounce it Vamboa. Vamboa. It stands for <laughs> yeah. Veteran and Military Business Owners Association. Okay, and how's your affiliation with them? Well, I started Vamboa because I recognized that veterans, besides being employee, employees, make wonderful entrepreneurs because of the teamwork mm-hmm. you talked about, the discipline, creating the mission. And um, we have over 2 million veteran business owners in this country. And veterans hire veterans. Um, and also, um, my focus with FAMBOA is not so much government contracting. There's people that are going to know more about it than I ever will know. But connecting with corporations. There are corporations that are mandated by the government to have a diverse supplier network. And that includes women, minority, and veterans service-disabled veterans specifically. And sometimes the veterans will hit all the boxes, and they have to, you know, uh, have their suppliers be service-disabled and veteran-owned businesses. So we try to connect um, companies, or, or we try to create the, connect these corporations with veteran business owners. And we don't charge any membership fee to our members, um, the, there are, we have almost 7,000 members na- nationally, but what we do is um, we rely on sponsorships. And some of our corporate sponsors are some major corporations like Bristol-Myers, Amgen, IBM, to name a few. And um, they really, you know, they have um, very large supplier diversity uh, organizations, and they need to have a diverse supplier network. So they need veteran business owners. And um, a lot of people going into business, they need certain resources. One of the biggest uh, challenges is capital. You know, you're new, you have a great idea, you've got the leadership skills to pull it off, but you don't have the money, and who's going to give you a chance and give you the financing? So we have different resources for getting financing. Um, we put on a conference a couple of years ago with Amgen at the Corporate Conference Center, and we had companies, we had Amgen there, we had Pfizer, we had Johnson Controls, we had AT&T, we had Toyota, we had Northrop Grumman, and we had their head of supplier diversity, and they were telling our veteran business owners what they needed to do to do business with them. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people focus on the government contracting ball, and it's a long, you know, uh, convoluted process, and sometimes when you get the contract, if something goes wrong, there's a, a lot of wiggle room in there to, you know, come out okay. Um, where our focus with Veteran and Bamboa is with corporations. Mm-hmm. And being that we work with corporations on the employer end, you know, we kind of understand their needs and, you know, working with them better mm-hmm. than working with the government. All right. Well, we're going to have to, we're going to go ahead and take a break. It's that time. And we're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel. And we'll be right back. (laughs) 
Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Debbie Gregory from MilitaryConnection.com. And Debbie, why don't you tell us about how you're helping out with education or, or what path should our, our veterans take? Well, those that have served have, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know that one of the reasons a lot of people go in is for benef- benefits besides to serve their country, and they've earned these benefits. And one of the best pieces of legislation that's come out is the post-9-11 GI Bill. Um, what it does is it pays their tuition in full. It also pays uh, a living allowance, and it's based on the... Uh, basic housing allowance, the BAH calculator for an E-5 with dependents, regardless of what the rank is, in the zip code where the school is located. And for instance, um, my offices are in Ventura County. It's about 2200 a month tax-free, just the living allowance. It varies by where it is. For a veteran doing 12 hours of school, you know, toward a degree a week. Right. And um, we... Um, you know, if you, if you don't know what you want to do or you want to prepare for a better job, come, when you come out of the military, taking advantage of your post-9-11 GI Bill benefits is a very good thing. And, there, you know, we've heard a lot in the news about predatory schools, and there's a lot of them they've been going under and so forth. But there's also a lot of really good schools, and those schools have um, veteran um, mentor organizations and veteran clubs and they realize that veteran students sometimes are a little bit older and maybe they haven't they didn't excel as students in high school so they need special you know um, uh, special tutoring or help and also they identify more with other veterans than the student body and they want them to succeed 
and we work with some really good schools, and um, we get their message across so that people that are considering different options will know about them and know what they offer. And uh, it's a wonderful, you know, if you come out of the military and you're in an MOS and you're not sure what you want to do, getting your education is a very smart thing to do. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And, I, and it's just like Bill said, it's a lack of knowledge on what, the, what kind of benefits they have, and, and they need to check on those benefits. Um, right. And, and you know who's really qualified? If, you, if you're looking at different schools, mm-hmm. and the schools themselves can tell you what they will cover to help you get the benefits, and, um, you know, you can compare one school to the other, and it gives you an idea, see if they have a veteran student club, uh, there's organizations like Student Inventions of America, um, there's other groups that really are knowledgeable and can help you get into a good school, or you might do online, and by the way, these benefits, if you've got your degree, you can use them for an advanced degree, but you can also, if you've served a certain amount of time, there's different criteria, you can transfer them to one of your dependents. And having just, uh, having a son in college, I know the value of that, upfront and personal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, you know, college tuition is very expensive at the end of the day, uh, no matter where your, your <clears throat> child goes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even want to get into that. <laughs> it, it, it is. <laughs> but uh, when you see people doing it for free, that's pretty sad. Anyway, I'm not even, like I said, I don't even touch that territory right now. Um, and it has nothing to do with our veterans. But Bill, I know you had a question. I seen it. Believe me, I'm down in Florida. You're up in Maryland. I can still see your hand when you when it when it went up. <laughs> yeah, it did go up, Debbie. <laughs> I, you know, you were just talking about the uh, the education piece, but I, I I'm going to guess and say that you you've been in contact with a number of veterans, and and without divulging any names, and I, I would say at least maybe one or two, there must be some success stories that, uh, that, uh, that's in your mind that, uh, you know, from whence they came to the beginning and, 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 and they became very sex- successful, uh, probably in some time or maybe in a short period of time in some of the uh, uh, areas that they were able to get into that you're sponsoring through the organization. Oh, we have you know, we have wonderful veterans that have been successful. A lot of them, you know, what I find, and you probably do too, Bill, is that when they talk, talk to you and call in, they're not, they don't even realize the benefits that they're entitled to. Yes, that's the void and, of information. And right. all of a sudden, it's, you know, oh, my God, you mean they'll pay for this or that or the other, or I'm entitled to this. And it definitely is a realization. Um, you know, when they come out, they go through um, transition GPS. And oftentimes, in my opinion, it's a good program, but also when somebody's leaving, it's, it's kind of five days of intense information. It becomes maybe too much information. And um, maybe a young man or women, woman, instead of thinking about all of that, is thinking about seeing their significant other or their parents or their families and coming back, and they're not as focused on it. So once they've gotten back and, you know, they um, reintegrated with their families and had some time, then they say, well, what am I going to do with the rest of my life? And then they realize that they do have benefits or 
They don't know they have benefits. And, you know, it isn't just the ones that have served recently, but as you mentioned uh, earlier in the show, women veterans, um, Vietnam veterans going through PTSD, you know, they just recognized PTSD for Vietnam veterans. And I want to say something about Vietnam veterans. They rocked. They came back from the war, and they were brutally criticized. They were, you know, America was not kind to them. And they have led, they have stepped up, for today's veterans more than anybody I know, to help guide them. They don't want what happened to them to happen to any other veteran, and it should never happen to them. You know, right. we the Vietnam War was not a popular war, not that any war is politically, but when a lot of people came back that served, rather than recognizing them for the heroes they were and the sacrifices they made, they were ostracized. And today's Vietnam veterans are, you know, maybe in their 60s, and they are really stepping up and being, providing leadership roles and helping today's veterans. So I think that's a you know, wonderful thing. That's right. That's right. Well, Debbie, we have a couple minutes left, and it was a pleasure having you on our show this morning. My um, pleasure. What would you like to share with our listeners in closing? Well, I, first and foremost, if you have any issues with mental health, don't be ashamed of it. It's like any other disease, get help. Of course, you know, go through the resources at the VA, but if you need help right away, go to giveanhour.org. It's a wonderful organization. You'll get help right away. Um, The second thing I'd like to share is use militaryconnection.com, and that's connection singular without an S. There's every kind of resource on it. Um, If you can't find what you need, call us. Our number's there. We'll try and help you. Um, make sure that you use the benefits that you have earned. And, you know, you have a lot of options. It's a whole, you're out of the military, you, you can get a job and start a career, you can go back to school and learn something new. Um, you can also um, start your own business. Um, and also, you know, you've always served, so there's many wonderful nonprofits that can use your talents, too, and you probably under, you know, understand better than anybody how to work with military and veterans. So um, we thank you for your service, and we should never forget. And if there's anybody listening out there that's interested in um, America Salute You and sponsoring it, please contact me as well. Uh, my... The website, as I said, is uh, www.militaryconnection.com, and you can email me at info, I-N-F-O, at militaryconnection.com, or you can call us at 800-817-3777. And um, I hope that over Thanksgiving weekend, you'll get to see some wonderful musical artists and people on the First America Salute You. All right. And again, if you can stay on the line, Debbie, after we're off, I'd like to talk to you. And Bill, do you have uh, last uh, words? Well, I hate to say last uh, words. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, uh, it, it's been a pleasure to have uh, Debbie with us. And uh, we, we know uh, you've taken the, the time in your busy schedule. And, and further, Debbie, thank you for your service to our veterans who have stood oh, tall. Oh, it's my pleasure. Uh, I'm passionate and, about those that serve, obviously, and um, it, it's evolved, and others, Americans need to be, too. 
Well, right. thank you. And hopefully very soon, Debbie, you can come back again and be with us and uh, to extend this uh, conversation again to uh, the men and women who have served the country. Thank you. Def- definitely. If you missed any of our live shows, all our shows are archived on demand 24-7 on our website and also syndicated on iTunes. You can also hear all the archive shows right from your phone. And remember, we spotlight and promote the best available information of interest to America's veterans and their families anytime, anywhere, on any mobile device. I'm Gary Ray, along with Bill. Thanks for joining us today, and we'll see you next week. Thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of American Heroes Network. Please join Gary Ray again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. We are America.